Hello and welcome to the FYR end of year special. Thank you so much for joining us throughout this terrible year. It's so heartening to know that you believe in us and what we're doing. (laughs) If you were thinking of trying any other movie podcast, I don't ever want to see it again. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) If you do, I'm not going to be able to pay for my kids' college education. I tell you, the pressure of coming up with a decent intro every fortnight. That's what I sleep with every night! (laughs) James and Simon, it's great to see you as always. And I really hope you've bought your A-game tonight because if you can't be reasonable and I can't deal with your logic, you are fired. That is it! Motherfuckers! It's like South Park. It's so topical. <laughs> I really hope my children didn't hear that ending. I was not expecting that. that was... <laughs> what a brilliant... I mean, that's the most quotable meltdown I think I've ever heard. It's so good. I mean, we've ended 2020 with the biggest movie moment of the year, haven't we? Like... Yes. Like, do you think I'm hanging off this shit for fun? Like, that's the only thing that was missing from that rant. Like, it was, oh, it was. So funny. Uh, in case you missed it, that was, um, we were delighted this week when Tom Cruise uh, lost his shiznit on the set of uh, Mission Impossible 7. And this is it. This is our end of year special. What a way to bring it on. Uh, we've made it. Gents, how, we've made it. How are you? We survived 2020. Oh, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm okay. I feel a bit scared now. I can't stop laughing, <laughs> but I'm also terrified. So. Don't worry, I'll be paying for that tomorrow. The voice will be absolutely knackered tomorrow. Uh, are you well, Si? Are you okay? I'm good, Rob. Do you want me to beep the uh, second yes. word of the... Yes, yes, yes. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was the rudest I've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, we... we um, yeah, we're going to do a quick review of the year, both in cinematic terms and in podcast terms, but also in a little sprinkling of personal terms as well. Um, so we'll, should we just dive straight in? Let's go with your... We've covered 30 movies this year, 30 episodes we've bought out this year. I can't that believe is, that. Can't it's pretty good going, that. That is good yeah. going. 30 incredible movies, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so I, I would like to ask you both for your favourite scene of, of this year from a movie we've covered during 2020. Um, it's a toughie, but what have you got for me? Oh, I went through many different options here, but I had to come back to one that the listeners picked for us. And it was from our Conair listener special that we recorded <laughs> back in the summer. And my favourite scene is uh, Cameron Poe's eight-year prison stint at the beginning of Conair. <laughs> yes! <laughs> which is both supremely macho and incredibly weird all at once. So everything Ooh. I love about Nick Cage movies and microcosm, really. So in this montage, he's writing to the daughter he's yet to meet and he's narrating these letters in gorgeous... Uh, Alabama voiceover. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, lo- he's growing out his illustrious mane, getting incredibly jacked, doing vertical push-ups as riots erupt behind him. He's taken up origami <laughs> and crucially learned the Spanish for, my wife and I will take our margaritas on the yacht. Crucial Spanish <laughs> phrase for any ex-con. I'm sure you'll agree. 
<laughs> yeah, I never thought about what lifestyle he's expecting when he gets out. He's obviously decided to reoffend. He's going to be a drug baron, isn't he? <laughs> he's going to go to Wall Street and become Jordan Belfort. <laughs> <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street Con Air years. Oh, amazing. What a mashup that would be. Yeah, it's yeah. It's easy to direct cool. it. We're in. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about you, Sai? What uh, tickled uh, your movie taste buds this year? Well, on my notes, I've just put the entirety of Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Methinks we had a winner here in Connor. It's so good. Uh, no, there's, there's a there's a couple. I, I can't because I was going through uh, the list on Acast, and I was really surprised at how many films we've actually covered this year. This mm. this year has been simultaneously the quickest year ever, and also. The longest f- feels like ten years long. Mm. Year. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's horrendous. It's just been a, a crazy paradox of a year. But no, there was a couple of good scenes, obviously apart from the entirety of Connor. <laughs> but uh, the train sequence in the Lone Ranger, I think, was oh yeah, is br- is a brilliant, brilliant scene. Action packed, rip roaring fun. Whenever I sort of think about Lone Ranger, I think it was on telly not long ago, and I was like. It's good. It's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you, do you know what I noticed from like looking on Acast at all our list of episodes was like, um, and this is like life not imitating art, but like reflecting it, um, is that Lone Ranger is our shortest episode of the year, despite being the, the longest, longest film that we've <laughs> <laughs> I've only just finished watching the Lone Ranger. That's how long. It is. <laughs> um. I, I I found favorite scene of the year is probably the, you know you go through like reasons why do I enjoy this why what would constitute my favorite scene of the year and I'm gonna go with something that made me laugh a lot um, for possibly not the right reasons um, I, I cannot look further than a scene that made, had me on my feet looking at it going like this has got everything for me is Bigfoot versus Wade Garrett in a fight to the death with prison chivs and vomit in, 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 in Wade Garrett's mouth. I, I don't have, nothing will get near it for it's me. It's got it all. Well, especially for you, Rob, it's got it all, because Bigfoot's there. Jolly That's... does, my mate. Jolly does. The only thing missing was James Bond, and you yeah, yeah. all over that. And, and, K, and Nick Cage in the background going like, oh, chunky, chunky vomit. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic! You're gonna have a uh, you're gonna have a little job getting that out of your stash, Sam. <laughs> uh, uh, so we've got our favourite scenes of the year. What about uh, let's extrapolate outwards slightly to favourite movie we've covered this year? What are you saying, Simon? You go first this time. Yeah, you go first, Sai. Um, I I, I really ha- found it difficult to pick one. Um, I think without doubt. The best, the you know, the objectively best film we've covered is Children of Men. I think yeah. is probably the best film we've covered, and should not be a film we will be allowed to cover. <laughs> but for some <somehow> we were <laughs> allowed. But then also, like going through that list, Demolition Man, mm. mainly because I was so surprised at how well it's held up over these years. And if anything, it's got better over the years because mm. for me, watching it, rewatching it, it turned into a like a RoboCop type movie than a throwaway sliced alone action flick from the nineties. It it feels like it was a lot funnier than people thought at the time. Mm. The satire of it like hit a lot more on a rewatch than 
well, obviously, I watched it originally when I was a kid, so of course the satire. No, <laughs> 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 no. Um, so yeah, th- them two, and then also I think it because it's just my favourite film we've covered is Die Hard with a Vengeance. I just think that's a fantastic movie, um, and yeah, I think that by personal favourite that is right at the top. I think. Yeah, a, a very good shout that. James, what about you? Yeah, um, I mean, Simon's covered two of mine there. So Demolition Man, forgotten how great it was. Satire is so on point, but it still has all the uh, meat-headed goodness and pyrotechnics of a (laughs) 90s action movie. (laughs) I'll you can't. (laughs) I absolutely loved that. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, Again, Die Hard with a Vengeance, absolutely fantastic. I can't believe that didn't get amazing reviews. At the time, oh, yeah. probably the last great action movie that Bruce Willis was in, to be honest. Oh, totally, um, totally. It's probably the last time he he actually tried, to be honest, <laughs> in one of those movies. <laughs> what, 25 years old. So, yeah, that Jeez. was a really good one. But um, what else? Obviously, Abominable, great movie. <laughs> one of the greatest films ever made. Five-star uh, treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and again, got to throw it back to the listeners. Roadhouse was an absolute revelation. Oh, yes, it was. What yeah. an incredible movie. It totally was. I mean, I just want to be Wade Garrett now. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm growing my hair out. I've got a beard on the way. It's just, I can't pull it off to save my life. But I'd seen that as a teenager and, you know, just like we'd watched it because it had loads of fighting and boobs in it. And it still has lots of fighting and boobs in it, but it's incredibly <laughs> entertaining. Uh, really well shot, lots of gnarly action and just glorious, glorious clothes and new style icons and man crushes up the wazoo. It's incredible. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'd never seen Roadhouse and I'm so glad uh, oh, no. our listeners brought it brought it into my life because it's fucking brilliant <laughs> yeah we, we i mean seriously like that was a, a blot on my copy personal copy book not having seen roadhouse so listeners thank you thank you that was like I'd, I'd agree with you both actually that was one of the highlights of the year easily um for myself favorite movie we'd covered this year i'm gonna go with not one that i already knew was amazing um but one that on a rewatch i enjoyed even more uh, the second or third or whatever time round. Honourable mention goes to Predator 2, but I think The Relic actually was one of my favourite sit-down watches of this year. Nice. Really do. The Relic is well good. It's really it is, good. Isn't it? it is. Yeah, and it is. I like I I like the fact that it swung for the fences as hard as it did. It had limitations, absolutely cool. But I really like that it yeah. went for it. Mm. It also had an Alsatian getting punted into an underground tunnel wall, so yeah. <laughs> And this is your premier go-to film podcast for cinematic animal cruelty. <laughs> we had a lot. We had a lot of people and animals getting punted across rooms in the film. I don't know, like unofficial podcast for for films where people get kicked across a room. <laughs> there was orderlies in Jennifer's body. <laughs> Vern Troyer last week in. <laughs> we had a reindeer. And a reindeer. I might start a list on letterbox of uh, animals and people being punted in movies (laughs) yeah and and like a Venn diagram and where they cross if it ever happens in the same film flipping it Jingle All all the Way is like a trailblazer in that sense (laughs) 
Delic Jingle All the Way and Trailblazer has ever been mentioned in the same mm. sentence. Um, what about then, therefore, your... It's been a tough year to go to the cinema. Um, and we've had to enjoy our movies in all sorts of different ways. So what has been your favourite movie experience of the year? James? Yeah, so uh, believe it or not, Parasite actually came out in the UK this calendar year. I saw it in a theatre the night after it had won Best Picture and just before the world ended, and it played like gangbusters, and the audience was totally in its thrall for the duration. And, you know, I watched it the day after it's won Best Picture, and it's had a lot of hype, incredible five-star reviews across the board. So you're going into that with expecting to be impressed. And I was just blown away by it. it. It would be my film of the year if we were doing such a countdown, but it was so long ago. <laughs> it feels yeah. totally rare. <laughs> Literally 10 months. Yeah, yeah. I cannot yeah. believe that was this year. I went on my letterbox then looking at, like, you know, before all the cinemas closed, it was like 1917 was this year. Yeah. That was Little this Women year. Little Women was this year. Yeah, Little Women was this Whoa. year. Uh, Uncut it's Gems, just... Jojo Uncut Rabbit Gems, was this year. Jojo... <laughs> it's just incredible. Yes. It's absolutely nuts that the amount of films are actually from this year. Um, yeah, just crazy. Really, really, The Lighthouse as well, that's another one. Oh, what a movie that was. Incredible. It just feels like it, like a decade ago. It's, it's crazy. But um, further to Parasite, James, I, I watched that. I didn't watch that in the cinema because I think I mentioned it on, on, on one of the pod episodes, but I'm not the biggest fan of Bong Joon-ho. Um, I... Whenever his films come out, everyone raves about them, and I'm just they just never hit with me that well. Um, he's obviously a good filmmaker, of course, he is. So I was sort of a bit like, Oh, here we go again with Parasite. And I sat down to watch that, and it blew me away. It is without question like it deserved that Oscar, and yeah, it it, it like slams straight into my top 10 of all time. I think it's, it's that good. Wow, uh, what a film wow. that is. Um, Just so I know, um, is it on any of the streamers over the Christmas period? It's on Amazon Prime. They've got it. Um, They've got it it in both the colour and black and white. I don't know why they did a black and white reissue. Um, I'm not sure what that's... I've not seen it in black and white, but yeah, I I think 1917 is also on Amazon Prime. So they've got a few of the big hitters from early in the year. Yeah, 1917 was great as well. Just from a technical perspective, how well that was executed. Um, Yeah. And it, it made me sad when people said it was disappointing and rubbish and it was boring. You're like, look at what they've achieved with that film. It's insane. Like, there's there's one noticeable cut in the whole film. It's just yeah. bonkers that people were so off on that. And uh, yeah, that's a great film. Poor Roger Deakins working his knackers off for people to say <laughs> it's just non. Oh, yeah. how <laughs> hard really did he boring. work on that movie? <laughs> <laughs> just outrageous, outrageous. Um, sorry, I, I, I mean, I, I think my, you know, all those cinema trips and all those films from the year are amazing. But the first one what jumped out at me, Rob, when you said this question was, um, we're in the throes of lockdown, everything's closed. Uh, two blokes and uh, their friend decided to write a movie to shoot in lockdown. Uh, they thought they saw a good opportunity to do it. Down the road from me, actually. I think they live in Deptford. And they produced this film called Host. Oh, it's incredible. And, oh my God. What, like that? Um, so that's, this is Rob Savage, Jed Shepard and Gemma Hurley um, wrote this film Host and made it all in lockdown. Not only was I just completely 
blown away by how they'd managed to make this film and do all the visual effects and practical effects all themselves all the actors did it themselves um on on set it's only a short film it's like an hour but i yeah. watched this on uh shudder I, I bought a membership you know i extended my amazon prime to watch this on shudder and i have not shit myself watching a film as much as i have watching it's that so it's so good I wouldn't be surprised if that's getting film of the year on all the lists going around on all the blog websites and things like that um, in the next coming days because it's just amazing. And I'm sure there'll be loads of you know lockdown films and pandemic movies coming out of this, but I think this will be hard to beat, I reckon. Yeah. It's certainly the definitive one and the fact that they did it in lockdown and he directed everyone via Zoom as well and then they did all... I don't know how they did the, a lot of the visual effects. It's just incredible. I don't know how they managed it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Doing it all remotely. Yeah, I mean, they borrowed like a couple of ideas from previous films, which they're yeah. really open about. They've said, oh, we were inspired for this bit with the flower from this film and, and, and that from that film. And I think they just did it as like a laugh, really. And it just yeah. exploded. And they're, they're on like American morning TV and they're on Good Morning wow. Britain. And they're just... It completely blew up, and I'm so like made up for them. And they've now got a, a three picture deal with Bloomhouse off the back of it. So, oh, that's awesome! Bloomhouse, they know they know Winners. what's Bloomhouse, yeah, yeah. So, I'm very excited to see what comes out of out of those guys um, in in the near future. What about you, Rob? Um, well, I mean, that, sorry, that's such a good news story that one because we talked about it last week, didn't we? Good to have a good news story. Um, for myself, um, I really, really liked. <laughs> there was a moment when. Lockdown lifted and cinemas reopened and I took uh, all the family to see Trolls World Tour at the cinema. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm glad you had such a wholesome time, Rob. Thank you. Well, no, it it was like, to start off, it was like, I can't believe we're out. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you've been in for so long that I cannot believe that the five of us are out and we're in a cinema and I'm buying the kids' pick and mix. Well, sorry, it wasn't. It was pre-packaged stuff. The pick and mix was well shut. But, you know what I mean? Like, it, was, it was amazing. And then when I when I was paying, the 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 guy on the thing said, um, "Anything to drink for yourself, sir?" And I went like, well, "No, nah, I don't fancy a, a coke or anything." You know, like because obviously I'm aware of paying four pounds for a small coke. Uh, so it was no good. And he said, "Anything from the bar?" And I was like, "What? What? What? <laughs> what? What?" Uh, you know, it's, it's the bar area here, like, you know, what, 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 what? Um, and so I took two pints into the screening. And I just like, you know, when, <laughs> it was but And after 20 minutes, I came out for the third and fourth. Take back in. And I, I remember like whispering to Mrs. Parker, like, do you mind driving? <laughs> Father of the year here got Honestly. shit face watching Trolls World Tour. I just... Had such Brilliant. a great time, and I had all my, my kids were all there. They were all loving it, and I was. Uh, I don't know. There's something very simple about having a quiet bit. The family are all around you, and they're all happy, and it's just perfect. So that, um, that I think that that that's right up there, um, alongside. Um, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago um, when we were watching the last thirty minutes of Last Crusade, and my ten-year-old. I, I offered my hand to my ten-year-old daughter, and she took it. And we held uh, hands for the last thirty minutes of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That oh, that was just, just beautiful. deeply special to me. Um, and actually, can I just? It's a massive segue, right? Um, you boys know that I've, I've changed domicile um, just before <laughs> Christmas because everyone does. Can you hazard a guess what my three-year-old lad 
asked for posters for his bedroom wall? I couldn't even hazard a guess. Jackie Brown. <laughs> Imagine! <laughs> you, know, you know, like me, like to him, like, my man! You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dad, I want, uh, I want all black exploitation films from the 70s uh, yeah. as posters on my wall. If you could get a, a Shaft quad poster, that'd be great. <laughs> um, no, he's, he's asked for, right, he said, he, he was dead casual about it, like, right, I want Paw Patrol, I want PJ Masks, I want The Mandalorian, I want Ghostbusters, and I want Back to the Future. (laughs) So across this wall, he's got these five posters. How proud are you? I just, I go in his room to lie down now. (laughs) 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 What an absolute legend that kid is. Um, Anyway, right, we move on. Highlight of the year in a podcast sense. This is our ostensibly second calendar year. Of FYR. Our first full one, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, our first full calendar year. Um, even though yeah. we started in March 2019. Um, what's your highlight of the year in a podcast sense? I know it's a very broad question, but what made you be glad that we were doing this podcast? What made you excited and realise that, oh, gosh, this wouldn't happen if we weren't doing a podcast together? Any ideas? Sai, what are you thinking? Well, I'm going to be uh, super schmaltzy. I was very schmaltzy last week, and I'm going to be schmaltzy again this week. I think we've had a lot of good episodes this year. We, you know, it's it's never not an absolute joy and a laugh to record the episodes. And um, mm. there's a lot of stuff which doesn't actually make the episodes. It's just <laughs> not suitable. Uh, but, uh, lots of melon it's, farmers. It's a laugh. Yes, lots of melon farmers. Um, but honestly, during this ridiculous year um it's being able to speak to you two every other week because the, the thing is so we, we're all good friends from uni which mm. was what 10 12 13 years ago yeah and i now live in london um you know you you guys live up north with your families and that we don't see each other that often and i think one of the beauties of doing this podcast and and this is what i always say when i get I, I, you know because i always get the snark from people right it's like oh you're a man with a podcast oh what else do you do it's like all right whatever um <laughs> but it's if that gives me an excuse to like hang out with my best mates from uni two three times a month just to get drunk and have a laugh and talk about things we all love and we all have in common oh man I don't, what's wrong with that i don't know Mate, i'm gonna that, cry so. honestly i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more so it's lovely. In this year especially, it's been it's been a lifesaver, lads. So yeah. thank you both. Thank you both. Oh, no, yeah, thank you. And I think that, that's like that um, regular check-in as well with familiar faces in a year where so much is up in the air as well. I mean, I th- I dread to think where my mental health would be if I hadn't been doing things like this. So I, do, I totally agree with you. Yeah, and also as well, just some of the great people that we've met um, from... Yeah. Uh, from doing the podcast, the fact that people actually download the podcast and listen to it, yeah, yeah. Thank you tell so us that they much. like it's, it is you amazing. Maniacs <laughs> contribute to it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, for me, uh, one of my highlights from this year was um, we were featured on the Film Stories website, weren't we? We got a write up yes. from uh, M at Verbal Dior- uh, Diorama who mm. um, who shouted us out for uh, as one of the. Um, a British film podcast. Let me double check exactly what it. Yeah, was. we did. We did an episode on Constantine, and um, mm. Emmett Verbal Diorama loves 
Keanu Reeves. So she was yeah. like well into it. So yeah, big love to you, Em. Thank you for the big shout yeah, out. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. So we got to be British Movie Podcast of the Week that week, which was yes. really good. <laughs> uh, we yes. also made contact with the sheriff this year oh, via did. social media, this which is, was this a is massive so underrated. For us. We've not, can we? Are we allowed to talk about it? Because we've not mentioned it publicly on the on the podcast. Have we mentioned we it publicly on the podcast? I don't think so. I'm not sure, but either way, right? Our, our muse is the San Francisco Chronicle film critic, the brilliant Mick LaSalle. Because he just embodies what we like about Moody's as well. The fact that you can enjoy things and not really know why you enjoy them. And he manages to put words to that context. You know, like, and that's, I just love that. I, um, and he slid into our DMs. Um, yes. And, and, and he, he'd like to go out to spend some time with us, wouldn't he? I just love it. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. It might be to beat us up, though, Rob. I wouldn't get to it. <laughs> <laughs> it just, what a gentleman. So, Mick, I mean, when you, when we got that message, honestly, we were, we were like children. Yeah, <laughs> just so falling over each other with excitement when that happened. Um, yeah, I, I think um, certainly we've managed to, speaking with Mick was brilliant, um, but um, very much enjoyed our interactions with, um, Hummingbird Bob Hardy this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Just brilliant. Um, Don't remind and, me. Uh, <laughs> James was never, has never been so stressed. In all this just trying to run Thank a nice little them. Twitter poll, right? <laughs> gets hijacked by a guitarist from a very well-known British indie band. But it was so good. Um, but I... I um, I thought it was just <laughs> phenomenal um, when um, Carl Strady agreed to come on and speak to us. And yeah, he gave us great. an hour and a half of his time talking about um, a movie that we all enjoyed. Um, but having like a bona fide movie maker come on and talk to us about the craft and talked about his, or how he goes about doing what he does. Um, and the fact that he was just such a dude yeah. was really special for me. Really special. Yeah. It was really, really good. Though. I have to apologise as well because we had a bit of technical uh, issues leading into the record and uh, Carl was having trouble with his mic. We'd never spoke to Carl before, so we didn't know what he sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it turns out his record was sped up and pitched up and I didn't notice, so it went out and he sounded like a chipmunk. And uh, So I'm sorry, Carl, uh, that, that happened. <laughs> and I saw like someone had mentioned it after the episode went up. Uh, and I spoke to you guys about it and I was like, am I going mad or does he sound too high-pitched? And we were like, really, I've no idea because we have no <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to look up like YouTube interviews and I was like, I really don't know. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, someone just tweeted and said, uh, oh, really good um, episode, Carl, on, you know, on your film on, on this podcast. And he was like, yeah, it was really good, really nice to speak to them. But I don't know why I'm so high-pitched in the record. And I was like, oh, no, it happened. No. No. no I, felt, I felt so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, definitely Darth Vader on his knees, emerging from the whatever it was. Yeah. I I apologise um, for making you sound like Alvin Simon and or Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, he was—he didn't have to give up so much of his time, and he had. Uh, we had an evening on the beers with him, talking movies. It was just amazing. Um, was I felt like, yeah, but more than that, like 
I felt massively inspired afterwards. That like, mm. oh, if you want somebody, you can go out there and get it. You know, you put your mind to it and keep going. It gets there. I just loved it. Um, I think I'm going to use this to bring in an interlude, which will be, I really like doing a quiz for you two. Right. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> so I'm going to now, I, I'm obsessed with um, Am- Am- bad Amazon movie reviews. I'm absolutely obsessed. So I've got 10 for you. Um, I'm going to give you the review. I'm going to give you the, if I, where applicable, I'm going to give you the name of the reviewer and the year they reviewed it. And you are going to guess the name of the movie from the content of the review. I both, I sent you both earlier today an Arnold Schwarzenegger Jingle All the Way soundboard. I'd like for you, if you could, to select a buzzer. Put that cookie down! Is that you, Si? Is that you? Sorry, I, 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 was, I, was quick, I was probably sure. Yeah, good, good. So we know that the cookie one is Sam. Uh, James, what about you? Have you got one? Yeah, I've gone off script, Rob. I've got my own. Oh, my word. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. Arnie versus the cage in an astonishing mashup that's never happened how's that never happened I've become a massive cliche of myself on the end of year review here (laughs) I'm having cage withdrawal (laughs) this is going to be really hard to do by the delays but uh, we will try (laughs) I will will have to adjudicate the best I can I hope you'll I hope you'll give me that um... this sounds like bullshit already (laughs) (laughs) I hope you'll give me this privilege right um Question one, I do not have either a year or a name for the reviewer on this one, but one star. There was no witch. I'm unsubscribing from Amazon Prime. What film was that? The Witch? (laughs) No, it wasn't. I was thinking that, but there is a witch in that. There are several witches in that. (laughs) So did they like go to the toilet or something? He might have turned it off before the end. (laughs) (laughs) Simon, do you want a free guess? A free guess? I honestly have no idea. Yeah, you're gonna have to give us a hint, Rob. Right? No, I, I, if we can't get it, I'm gonna because we got ten of these things. I'm just gonna barrel through. It was the answer is Blair Witch Project. Um, oh god! I think I think unsubscribing from Amazon is a little on the harsh side. <laughs> I think the Amazon thing threw me. I was thinking yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. modern film. Okay, um, um, I rewatched that on my Halloween. Re- it's fucking brilliant that movie. It's so good, think. isn't it? It's, it's so good. So good. Never been scared at nothing before because there's <laughs> I know. literally nothing to be scared of. No, no, no. Terrible. He's right. This reviewer is right. There is no witch, but I don't. You know, I <laughs> don't think unsubscription is the way forward. But no, it's. Your pants are chock full of poo from minute one in that film. (laughs) Um, Terrifying. Right. Question two. Um, This comes from Amazon customer, March 2016. Uh, One star. I would recommend this movie for Rocky fans, but make sure you dot, dot, dot. That's the headline. After watching Shrek before this movie, it was not even comparable. (laughs) So, you know, this movie was ruined by how good Shrek was, basically. (laughs) I would recommend this movie for Rocky fans, but make sure you watch this before you watch Shrek. Say Ants. Because Stallone's in it, and it's an animated movie. Oh, incredible. No, it's, sadly it's not. 
Uh, James, you want a quick free guess? I think it's something random, like it's Rocky Four or something. <laughs> You're on the right lines. It's Creed. So basically, um, Creed is a lot worse movie than. Uh, what than a Shrek got do with that? Oh. What a Shrek got do with that? <laughs> Jesus this is Christ! Flipping love these people. Um, right. <laughs> no. Uh, All right. Question on, three. Focus. This is from Captain Scribe, January 2013. Um, one star could have been good, but during the entire thing, my eyes hurt. I was not tired and the TV was the correct distance away from me. But my eyes continue to hurt. Hence this one star review. Edit. Turns out I had conjunctivitis. <laughs> <laughs> that could be any film. I know. The review was so funny. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't not do it. Um, all right, uh, what I will do is I'll give you a hint on this. So 2012 movie starring Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yes, James. Uh, of this parish predestination. No, it's not. It's not. Sai, do you want a free guess? Boyhood. No, Sinister. Oh, that's good, that movie. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. movie. Terrifying. So we, we're going to get a little bit easier now. Okay. Uh, God, they actually not. have something to do with the films that are being reviewed. <laughs> yes, it will. Um, question four. <laughs> <laughs> four out of five this review is provided by g-dog um on christmas eve 2012 christmas eve <laughs> he's just spending time with his family he's on flipping amazon ah oh, dear um I've, i'm going to red redact the name of the movie this movie has the potential to be a five-star movie, yet loses a star because Daffy Duck is underutilised. Oh, I know this. Say! Space Jam. Yes! 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I mean, G-Dog. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not he's wrong. Not right. He's not jolly wrong, is he? Um <laughs> <laughs> I need a louder buzzer, I've decided. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, man. Um, right, question five. This comes from Joan Doctor. Doctor spelt with a K in the middle. Uh, in August 2016, one star, dark and disturbing. I watched this to review for my granddaughter, capital letters, age eight. It started out hopeful. <laughs> I started, <laughs> It started out hopeful that it was going to be good. Then it kept getting darker. Then... Nude animals entered the movie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Yes, James. Yes, James. Welcome to Con Air. <laughs> that was a long but worth it buzzer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do this entire soundboard. Uh, is it cats? <laughs> it's not. It's not. Remember, 2016 was the year on the review. Oh, 2016. What is it? Are we both passing? Yes. Yeah. It's Zootropolis. <laughs> Does that movie get dark? It is quite dark, Does... yeah. It's a, it's a detective mean... thriller. I, I don't remember nude animals entering the movie. No, though. that bit's lost on me, but yeah. It's about corruption in City Hall. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't they all wear like shirts and ties and stuff? <laughs> um, so question six. Um this review came from Scott K, June 2016. Um, one star, not a classic. Boy Drinks Wolves Milk and 
baby elephant had hair cut like a man. <laughs> These are like the, the daubings on a psychopath's cell wall. <laughs> I've no idea. What on earth is that? Dumbo. I don't know. Oh, you're, you're so on the right lines. It's the Jungle Book. Oh god! Oh. <laughs> was there an elephant in the jungle? I don't, I don't remember, remember the baby elephant, elephant in the jungle. Oh, what? Apparently, it was a baby and it, ha- and it had hair cut like a man. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, question seven. <laughs> just a reminder, Simon, you are one nil up after six questions. This is the worst quiz ever. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. Right. Question seven. Um, <laughs> Two out of five. This comes from Keith Carberry, November uh, 2013. Not what I expected. Thought Channing and Jamie were holding hands on the cover. I was expecting something a little more sensuous. Welcome to Con Air. Yes, James. White House down. Yes, he ties it up. What all? <laughs> what was he expecting? <laughs> the immense Red Shoe Diaries erotica masterpiece. Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. It'll always boggle my mind that the Gerard Butler terrorist in the White House movie is the one that's gone on to have like three or four sequels. (laughs) Just because it got out first. (laughs) Honestly, that one was way better. Yeah. Yeah, way, way better. Well, the thing is, the Gerard Butler one was just like, they were like, if we get out first, we're going to win here. And like, the CGI isn't even finished in that movie. <laughs> it's all just like, get it out! <laughs> um, question eight. This is a tough one. Stalag 17 weighs in in January 2016 um, with, it's quite good. It's quite entertaining, but I thought Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill's heads looked a bit too big. <laughs> Oh, I think, I think, I think that's you, Sai. Oh, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Force Awakens. It is the Force Awakens. It is the Force Awakens. <laughs> James, you want to take it up with VAR? Fuck <laughs> <Suck> my VAR. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be great when we get the recordings back, and I'll actually see who. Yeah, and you'll actually know who was first. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, we might have to have a recount. Uh, yeah, late VAR. Right, number nine. Um, <laughs> um, right, one star. This from this comes from Carla Freeman in 2013, August. WTF is wrong with filmmakers today. This has captured my daughter's flights of fantasy, and now she thinks she can sing. We have to eventually tell her but are lacking a tactful way. Oh, sigh. Frozen. No, it's not frozen. Oh, it's not frozen. damn it. We have to eventually damn tell it. her, but are lacking a tactful way to save her from her voice. James, would you want to weigh in with a freebie? Um, uh, the suggestions of uh, female empowerment in there as well. Oh, I couldn't even guess. I don't know. Uh, it's pit- the Anna Kendrick movie, Pitch Perfect. Oh, of, oh, co- of course. I like that movie as well. Anna, how dare it be so aspirational? <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking of Glee and I was like, that's not a film. That's yeah. not a film. <laughs> Question 10, the finale. James, you need this to tie things up to go to a tie break. Uh, Sai, you need this to put the cherry on the cake. Um, question 10, five stars. 
by someone called Colton uh, in 2015. I never knew what struggles Bugs went through. Dot, dot, dot. Changed my Welcome life. Welcome to Con Air. James! A Bugs life. Yes, he's done it! <laughs> it's too old! The late equaliser. Incredible. <laughs> We're going to JCVD, sudden death. Oh, my word. Right, give me a minute. Give me one minute. Can you pause just for a second while I find... He's not even prepared. <laughs> what? I didn't even know it was going to happen. Oh, my word. Right, um, hang on, hang on, hang on. This comes from E. Wardle. The subject line, double eye candy. Jean-Claude twice. Do I need to say anything else? And that scene... It didn't work. It didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I only heard one buzzer. James. Double impact. He's come from behind with a golden goal in in extra time. Uh, Sam, when you edit this, you're the only one who knows what really went on here. (laughs) I I pressed play on the soundboard and it did not play. I was like, you bastard. No, that is a disgrace. I'm so sorry. Hey, swings and roundabouts, that's how it happens. Sometimes sometimes you get the rub of the green, sometimes you don't. (laughs) I mean, that is very gracious. Very gracious uh, in defeat there, Si. I think that... um, you know, uh, you win some, you lose something like I think, you know, we're all winners. Tonight, <laughs> uh, but in a more accurate way, I'm the winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Straight back into the review of the year. Best death from a movie we've covered this year. This is such a Rob question. <laughs> I know it is. I know it is. You know what movies I grew up on, right? <laughs> so, so what? Uh, yeah, what? What death from a movie this year really um, uh, got your motor running? I've really struggled to remember one other than when Bigfoot eats the odious orderly's head in Abominable. Because <laughs> what, what yes! a horrible little man he is, and then the Bigfoot with his oh, beard, yeah. with his little, little little like grizzly Adam's beard, uh, bites off his head. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best bit of that movie. Oh um, yeah, and the best death of the whole year of movies. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I've got to be honest, that was mine. So uh, you know, I'm gonna, I've got, I've got a reserve which I'll bring in. But yeah, James, what about you? Uh, I think you can only look at the death of John Travolta's Deakins in Broken <laughs> Arrow. Oh my God, how did I forget that? That was my other one. <laughs> I mean, if you've, uh, if you've never seen a ham sandwich smashed through a moving train car by a deactivated nuclear warhead and ragdolled into a flaming flatbed of barrels that explode all around him the second he hits them, then you haven't lived. And it is absolutely <laughs> superb. I've watched so it about five times before coming on to record. <laughs> I, I genuinely can't argue with either of those. Um, and what I would say, though, is there's a number of deaths in Abominable that I really, really liked. Um, but there's a really cheeky one in um, Double Impact, uh, the movie, the JCVD movie, where he sneaks up behind one of these sort of lackeys at the boatyard and goes... And just like the one little push in the back of the, in the back, one little tug on the forehead, boom, there goes your old spinal column. Detonated. Amazing. Loved it. Gorgeous sound effect, bro. <laughs> Thank you. That's how we do. Um, so we got, I mean, best death. Uh, can I ask now, let's look forward. Uh, we're a progressive forward thinking bunch. What are you looking forward to next year in movies? 
I mean, because of the way that movies have gone this year and uh, a lot of the big tentpole films have been pushed to 2021, next year is more stacked than Cameron Poe after eight years in prison. <laughs> like, it's incredible the amount of films that are coming out. Uh, and they will have to come out next year because these things have a shelf life and mm. we'll see. Hopefully there'll be cinemas still around uh, to show them. But before I even get into what I'm looking forward to from a cinematic viewpoint. Uh, the first up, uh, Cobra Kai, season oh, three. I cannot Can't wait, wait for that. Oh. January, that's going to get me through the cold month of another lockdown that's surely coming our way in the UK. <laughs> it's going to get me just through a day, I think. I've just got to smash that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I love The Mandalorian, but this is the piece of uh, updated childhood nostalgia that gets the blood pumping most for me, and I can't wait. The finale of season two was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. It's like the raid. It was me, no, stop. I'm not there yet, James. Don't, don't. Please don't. Yeah, no, that's all I'll say. It's like the raid in high school. Yeah. <laughs> the finale of season two. I can't wait but yeah, in terms of uh, movies that are coming out, so um, a couple of my favourite directors have got new films out next year. So Edgar Wright has got a new one out mm. uh, called Last Night in Soho, which I believe is going to be a horror movie, which is going to be uh, a bit of a change of pace for him. And uh, Paul Thomas Anderson has got a new film out as well next year. Uh, all I know about that one is it's called Soggy Bottom. It stars Bradley Cooper and is set in the San Fernando Valley in the 1970s. So, Mary Berry, the porno years, perhaps? <laughs> Saucy. That is, that is horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going either way. Um, <laughs> more so if it happens to be that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then there's just like a raft of sequels and prequels that I'm super excited about. Um, but, like, there's A Quiet Place 2 coming out, Ghostbusters oh. Afterlife, Top Gun Maverick. Mm. The Matrix Part 4, and MI7. So we'll get to see if Crew's bollock in the crew resulted in a good movie <laughs> next year. <laughs> so yeah, there's tons and tons of stuff to look forward to. I just hope we get to see them in the cinemas where if the world's able to get back to normal mm. to some degree next mm. year. Actually, it's a really good um, uh, sort of summary there, James, of all the good stuff that's coming. Si, what, what are you excited about? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty similar. So Mission Impossible 7's like top of my list. I cannot wait for that. I, I think for me, those Mission Impossible films have surpassed both. You might not like this, and really, 007 will not like this. Uh, I think. <laughs> I agree. I think Mission Impossible have surpassed with Bond with the last one, and it surpassed Bourne ages ago. Um, I just think they're brilliant. I think oh, they're yeah. such good yeah. movies, and it's very rare that a franchise will get better as it goes on. And these just every film that comes out it just outdoes the one before it. I just I cannot wait for that, and I love Cruise. Uh, you know. He gets a lot of crap for his um, religious views and how much of he's a bit bonkers, but he's he's got to be the best living movie star around at the minute. Like no one does it like him. No one sacrifices themselves as much as he does. Um, and yeah, he might be a bit bananas, but uh, he makes some fucking good movies. <laughs> so I cannot wait. Dude's in his. I mean. Dude, he's in his fifties. Doesn't need to be sixties. Insane, ridiculous. Is he nearly sixty? Yeah, he's like the same age as Brad Pitt, isn't he? And Brad Pitt's fifty-seven, which makes me feel sick how good Brad (laughs) Brad Pitt Pitt. still looks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh I just my think God. he gets a, a bit of a hard time because of um, all this sort of potted history of him, which might not even be true. It's all sort of conjecture and hearsay, and he gets a lot of... I just think he gets a bit of a hard time. I mean, he doesn't care. He's laughing all the way to the bank and shouting at uh, yeah. best boys and key grips. Um, <laughs> uh, but another one, I was devastated this week when we were put into tier three because I was really excited to go and see Wonder Woman 1984. Um, so I'm hoping that sort of sticks around longer than it should be um, so I can get to watch that in the cinema. But I'm also really intrigued by the Uncharted movie. Mm. It's, yes. it's my favourite game series. I, I think it's amazing. I absolutely love it. And it's it's had a bit of a turbulent history. The movie, you know, the Sony have been trying to get a movie off the ground for ages and it just it's just losing director after director and stars have come and gone and um they finally I think they finished they finished shooting um last month, I think. So that's now in post. So um I'm intrigued to see how that. I, I I don't have high hopes, but I am intrigued to see how that's going to turn out. If only just to see Mark Wahlberg's ridiculous Freddie Mercury moustache in action, because um, it just looks absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and then another film, which was actually supposed to be from this year, but got pushed to next year, was David Lowry's new one, uh, The Green Knight, with Dev Patel. Oh right, that just looks really, really intriguing. Um, and I just I think David Lowry is one of the best filmmakers around at the minute. He's certainly one of the most interesting. Each film he makes is completely different to the last one. And Dev Patel, after you know, he's just going from strength to strength. David Copperfield was one of the best films I'd seen this year. Yep. Largely down to him. Mm. So yeah, The Green Knight, I'm really looking forward to that one. It looks very, very good. Oh, cool. Um I think you both summarized the coming year really, really well and hit on a load of things that I'm really excited about. Um, I think I find it very hard to know that there's a new James Bond film next year and not be excited about it. But then again, that's the story of a long time now. So it's nothing new. <laughs> but I'm quite excited about this one because it means it's over and we'll uh, we'll get it out of the way. He said that last time though, Robert, he made oh, it. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> 15 more years. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be like Indiana Jones where he's 70 and he's doing it. And everyone's like, oh my God, give it a rest. <laughs> no, it, I have to I have to clear this up. It's not Craig. It's not Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is an amazing actor. Yeah. Um, it is just the direction they've taken this character. Um, and I just can't wait for it to be over. Um, so I'm actually, you know, looking forward to seeing what they do after that. Um, beyond that, you know, and again, it'll be, you know, it's you know, it's two hours, 43 minutes long. That's very long. That is very long. <laughs> that's, that's, that's too long. It's I'm not, I've not even seen it yet. I've already known it's yeah. too long. How long was Spectre, though? Because aren't, aren't all the Craig ones pretty long? No. Uh, 2.20 or I something? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that was that was too long after the opening sequence, but we'll move on. <laughs> I agree. Spectre wasn't the best. I'm with you on that. Spectre wasn't great. I don't think I'll be revisiting no, that. No, no, no. I think once in no. a while. Isn't it like a direct no. sequel to Spectre as well? I'm not watching that again. <laughs> Once was enough. Just not interested in any of this stuff. Blofeld being someone's brother. No, not interested. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, what I am really interested in is um, two things. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I am really excited about. Um, mainly because of the personnel involved and the care with which they seem to be applying to that much-loved property. And I know that my kids are going to go absolutely bug nuts when they see this. Um, I also am really excited about um, Godzilla versus Kong. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm so excited about it. That's the one. If just let me have that next year, that would be ace. Um I would be really excited about uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, but that's this year. Um, because they've squeaked it in at, right at the death here, haven't they? So I'm gonna try and take my ten year olds to go and see it this week because it's twelve A over here. Oh yeah, UK. you're in what you're in tier two country, aren't you, Rob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, damn it. you motherfucker. <laughs> so I'm gonna try go squeeze it. I'm gonna go try sneak it. Um, there's also a new Suicide Squad movie this year. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to look forward to that. No, it looks good, though. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by that. <laughs> the, the sort of design they've done with it, they've just gone off the wall with it, and it looks as camp as Christmas, and it just looks off its head. Um, and it looks like they're having fun with it, which is what they should have done with the other one. Yes. I think. No, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Um, and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in, one bonus question that you guys have been unprepared for. Um, what movie would you really like to bring, and uh, this is just totally off the top of your head, bring to FYR next year? Oh. Deja Vu, Denzel, uh, Denzel Washington oh. and Tony Scott. Oh my God, <laughs> yes, please. Please. So much to say about that. And a return for Val Kilmer again. Yes. What about you, Sai? What are you thinking? Um... Well, Sai, it's your pick next. What are you setting us up with to kick the January off? Mm. I'm so like, oh God, there's so many films of what I do. Um, I've been threatening to do The Man From U.N.C.L.E. for a while, but I don't think that's, you can't start the year off with that. Um, I think it's been threatened for a while. It's going to have to be done. Mortal Kombat. Fuck yeah. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Signing out right now. What a ridiculous movie that is. Let's can't wait. I cannot wait for that, man. Oh, my word. You know, can we get Christmas out of the way? I just want to <laughs> get get it done. Goodness gracious. Um, I think I'm really looking forward to introducing you guys to uh, Bobcat Goldthwait's Willow Creek. Oh, fucking Bigfoot again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but James, crucially, this is a found footage big thing. Oh right, okay. Slightly different. <laughs> 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 I must add at this point that um I was going to try and talk about Bigfoot movies I'm excited about for twenty twenty one, but considering they get made in days and suddenly appear out of nowhere, I <laughs> I don't know of any that's coming out next year. Lance Henriksen will do, will know though, so um if he's happy to get in touch with us. Um, fellas, I think we all need to go and have a caramel supper. Yep. <laughs> Tie a bow on this one. Call it done. Um, it's just been a pleasure. Screw you, 2020. Yeah, you will not be missed. It. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you chow on a massive winkle, 2020? <laughs> um, listeners, podcasts don't work without you. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening, interacting with us. Uh, giving us the reviews we appreciate everything we actually get excited now about um, putting stuff out because we get your feedback and we we know you listen so thank you so much um we my ambition for 2021 is i'm gonna throw it right out there that we'll do a live episode somewhere where we can meet some listeners in the person that would be outrageously cool i'll be six excited people (laughs) (laughs) at least the round of beers will be cheap (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Fellas, peace and love. Take it easy. uh, And have wonderful starts to 21. 
I don't know. Happy New Year, I guess. Happy New Year. It can't be any worse than this year, can it, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Glastonbury gets cancelled again, I am just leaving. I'm just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. There'll still be, whatever the weather, an abundance of Nick Cage and Tom Sizemore straight-to-DVD movies. So we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and plenty of FYR. And plenty, therefore, of FYR. Cheers, folks. Say goodbye, boys. Bye. Goodbye. Bye bye bye.